Good morning. Happy Resurrection Sunday. We're so pleased that you're with us this morning and um, Alex and I have been praying that you've had a fantastic Easter. I know this is an Easter with a difference, but hey, we're together this morning as one body and um, I'm excited about this message. I, I believe that the Holy Spirit has got something for all of us and we celebrate together. You know what? Good Friday is all about the cross. Resurrection Sunday is all about the powerlessness of the grave. And, you know, we, we know that the grave could not hold Jesus down. The grave could not hold him in. There was, there was no way that the, the big, massive stone that they put in front of the grave could hold him in. It just couldn't contain the power of a resurrected Jesus. And that's what this morning is all about. And come with me if you've got your Bibles. I'm going to read from Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And many of you will know this. The, the whole um, of this chapter is, is really about the resurrection of Jesus and the things that happened after that. And I'm going to read what is often called the Great Commission. And it's this sort of amazing commissioning and the mission that Jesus gave his disciples not long before he went back to be with his father. And he says this, Jesus told his disciples, I have given you all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And listen to this, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And I will be with you always. The moment that Jesus died, there was this massive curtain in the temple in Jerusalem. And and, and this curtain separated what was called the Holy of Holies from the rest of the, the temple. And, and the Holy of Holies was this place where, you know, the manifest presence of God could actually be felt. And, and it was so weighty that the high priest only went in there once a year and he had to go through an incredible ritual before he went in. And it was, a, it was an amazing thing. But, but he was the only person that would actually go into the presence of God. And as Jesus gave up his spirit, we're told that that curtain ripped from the top to the bottom. In other words, nobody could get in there and do it. It was a very high curtain. Why did that happen? Because God was showing us, the Father was showing us that no more would there be separation between humanity and God. It meant that all of us had the capacity and the freedom to choose to walk into the very presence of God whenever we should desire, whenever we want to. And that was why that curtain was ripped in half, because it wasn't required anymore. Jesus died and paid the ultimate price for humanity's sin. That's our rebellion against God. And I talked about that on our Good Friday's message. If you've missed that, you'll be able to go back and have a look at that. I really talked about about the weight of, of what Jesus carried on the cross. But because he chose to die, there was no more separation. No need for a high priest, no need for ritual. Anybody who accepts his forgiveness, because of the cross, as we talked about on Good Friday, we've been given the freedom to choose. Anybody that chooses Jesus, there is no more separation. We can actually walk into the very presence of God. In fact, the presence of God can be with us all the time, 
always. Not just on our good days, not just when we feel spiritual or religious, but always. And we're going to give you the opportunity this morning to to actually find that connection if you haven't experienced that in your life yet. If you haven't chosen to follow Jesus, we want to give you that opportunity. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even at the end of the age. Always. Funnily enough, always means always. It means not just sometimes. It means not when you're nice, not when you you feel good, um, not when you're hanging out with the right people, but always. There was a a friend of mine, a a girl that um, that grew up in the little church that that I grew up in, in Devonport, and... um, she found Jesus and he turned her life around in an amazing way. She came from a, a, a really rough background and, and her, her whole life changed when she met Jesus. And, and then a, a few years later, she went through some tough times and, and she went away traveling around Australia and, and she got away from her relationship with Jesus. And, you know, Christians call that backsliding. Um, it's a term, you know, where we, we, we find that we've just... We've just slid away from that connection with God. We've chosen to do that. He never lets us go, but she did that. And and one of the things I remember her saying was that she did all sorts of things in that year that she's not particularly proud of and and things that that she, you know, wishes she didn't do. But, you know, she said no matter what she was doing, she said she can remember really clearly, you know, sitting with with a bunch of of people and, you know, smoking a joint. And and as she did that, she just sort of felt, oh, gee, how far have I come from where I was? But she had this sense that Jesus hadn't left her. She had this sense that he was with her. Why is that? Because he promised that he would be with us always. You know, we can can do our stuff. We can walk away and, and that will impact our life. But Jesus will not leave us. He is going to be with us always, always. It says this in, um, in Romans. It says, and, and Paul writes, and he very powerfully says, I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. And he says, neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the promise. That's the reality of the miracle of Easter. That is what we celebrate this morning. That Jesus says, I will be with you always and there is nothing, nothing in all creation. No power in the sky, no power below. There is nothing at all that can separate us from the love of God. Isn't that amazing? Always. He will be with us always. His presence will be with us always. He said to his disciples, and he he basically says the same to us here now. He says, I am physically leaving this earth. I'm going back to be with my father. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm actually going to send my spirit. And my spirit is able to be with everybody all the time. And he can actually do things that I can't even do. And he promised that he would send his Holy Spirit. And we read about that in John fourteen sixteen. And he says, and I'll ask the Father and he will give you another, an advocate who will never leave you. 
He will be with you always. And you know what? No matter what you've been through, no matter what you're feeling this morning, and and I referenced my friend um, just a few minutes ago, you know, when she was in a place where she knew that perhaps she shouldn't have been, she still sensed the presence of God. And I want to encourage you, there, there is nothing that you can do, there is nothing that you can say that can actually take you away from the love and the reach of Jesus Christ because he promises to be with you always. I am convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love. Nothing. Just think about that. No world wars, no genocides, no holocaust, no pandemics, no viruses, no power, no dictator, nothing from outer space, no evil or destructive presence, no fear, no worry, no anxiety attack, no curtain, no religious elitism, nothing at all can separate you from the love of God because Jesus said, I will be with you always. You know what? I was, I was thinking, um, I'm I'm a bit of a novelty nowadays. I don't have any tattoos. Um, I know, I know that's that's strange, but I don't. Um, I, I've just never decided to do it. And um, you see, look, look, my arms are clear. But I was thinking, I had an epiphany as I was doing this message, and I was talking about this with Alex this morning, and she said, "What have you done, Dave?" And, and I, what it was, I actually decided if I was going to get a tattoo, I know what I would get. I would get, and the problem is, why I probably won't do this is, you'll notice that people never get one tattoo. Once you start, it seems to be very addictive. But um, anyway, that's beside the point. But I would actually get, I would get always tattooed up here so that I remember that Jesus is going to be with me always. Um, Probably won't happen, but if I was going to get a tattoo, that's the one I would get because Jesus is with us always. Um, he, He said these words in the context of sharing the ultimate partnership uh, about the mission that that he gave us. And he says, you know what? He says, I've been given by the Father all the power and all the authority and everything that I need to pull this off and I'm sharing it with you and I will be with you always. Doesn't matter how bad it gets, doesn't matter how good it is, Jesus said, I will be with you always. There is Nothing that can actually stop his power, his authority, and his presence being with us always. Isn't that amazing? Some things to remember this Resurrection Sunday, some takeaways uh, about the fact that he promised his presence. And I think, number one, the promise of his presence is complete. Uh, the, the English adverb always gives an expression that is only found, Bible scholars say, it's only found in that particular um, reference in the New Testament. And it basically is meaning always all of everything. There there was sort of like, it wasn't just always in a moment, it was always in the moment, always around you, and always as you go forward together. Um, it, It means the whole of every day, not just an out there view, but the whole of every day where we live now. His presence is there, 
when you're losing it with the kids, this isolation. Anybody lost it with their kids, this isolation? Um, You know what? Jesus is with you always. His presence is with you as you feel loneliness in, in this isolation. His presence is with you as perhaps you contemplate the fact that your job may have changed or perhaps, you know, I was talking to someone this week and, and her job is not there anymore as a result of what we've been through. Jesus says, I will be with you always in those things. He will be with you always. His power, his presence and his authority are with you in this season and whatever season comes our way. He is with us always. His promised presence, number two, means that, that we're, we're privileged. His presence means privilege. Isn't that amazing? We work for and with the great king. And he didn't just say, hey, guys, I I want you to go and do the things that I want you to do. He actually says, "I, I want you to partner with me. I want you to be my friends. I want to work with you. And Paul describes it really well. He says in 1 Corinthians 3 verse 9, he says, For we are both God's workers, and you are God's field, and you are God's building. Jesus promised, I'm always with you. That means that we're working together with him. We work for Jesus, but more than that, we work with Jesus. Maybe you've had a a pretty terrible job. All of us have had had jobs at times, I'm sure, that we haven't enjoyed very much. Um, and, And other times we've had jobs that are absolutely fantastic. But, you know, there are times you can actually have a terrible job. And, and the whole workplace isn't that great, but it, it's palatable because you work with some great people. You know, you've got some great friends. You've got people around you. There is something very powerful about who you do things with. Uh, I remember years ago being, um, we would, at one of our connect groups decided to do a, a renovation rescue on somebody's house. And then we were in there and we were painting walls and we were doing all this stuff. And, and I was painting with somebody and, and he was chatting away to me and we were having a good time. And, and his connect group leader said to me, um, she said, how did you get him talking? He'll never talk to me. And, and I actually said, you know what? Blokes actually just talk when they're doing stuff. Blokes talk when they are doing things together because there is a great bond when we do things together. Isn't it amazing that we are not just working for Jesus, we're working with him in partnership. Isn't that absolutely incredible? We work with Jesus. He is with us always. He promised us his presence. Number three, his presence means protection. We're never out of his sight. We're never out of his authority. And we're never actually out of his supervision. I've been on the workplace a little bit this morning, but anybody, anybody ever had a boss or, or, or a team leader or something like that and they, um, you know, they, they give you a job to do or they, or they launch you into something and after that they're nowhere to be seen. You, know, you can't get them on the phone, you can't get any information, you can't get what you need to do the job. Many of you would have experienced that. Suddenly they're gone. There's actually, you know, they, they've, they've empowered you in the sense that they've given you something to do, but they haven't given you what you need to do it with. And I reckon most of us have experienced that somewhere along the line. But you know what? Jesus actually says, I'm with you always. You're never actually out of my sight. You're never out of my presence. And you're never out of my supervision. If he asks us to do something, he's actually going to give us everything that we need to do us with. 
because he is with us absolutely always. He is with us always. Number four, his presence means power. As we fulfill this great command that he gave us in his name, Jesus said, you know what? We will do greater things than him in his name. Isn't that amazing? His presence actually means power. It means that we actually have the power to do greater things than Jesus did. And I don't necessarily think that means that you're going to suddenly walk outside your house and put your hands in the air and, and say, this pandemic retreat in the name of Jesus and it will stop. Um, it'd be nice if, if, if that could happen. But, but you know what? We've actually got to understand that that, that, that sense, even that magnitude of, of, of having that sort of faith actually resides inside us and the authority of Jesus is actually in us and we have the power of Jesus in us. And he says we will actually do greater things than him. So think about that. Don't be limited by, by what is in front of you because Jesus said you will do greater things than me. And just keep some perspective in that. We've, we've, got to, we've only got to, we've got to work within the faith that we've been given. And number five, his presence means peace. The church belongs to Jesus. And I remember years ago driving across the, the Tasman Bridge and um, I, I was getting a bit wound up, as sometimes I do. Those that know me find that hard to believe. But I was getting a bit wound up about something that was happening um, in church and, um, and Alex looked at me and said, Dave, it's not your church. It's Jesus' church. <laughs> you know, let it go. Chill out a bit. You know, you don't have to carry all this. And, you know, his presence actually means peace. You know, he said that the gates of hell will not prevail against his church. And I want to encourage us in this season where we're in doing all sorts of things differently. Stuff is happening like we never expected it to happen. And you know what? We're going to get through it. And the gates of hell will not prevail against the church of Jesus Christ. And he is always going to be with you. He will never leave you. He will give you everything that you need for the season that's ahead of you. You know, his church, his work, his worry. And he carries our worries for us. And be sure of this. Isn't this incredible? Some of the last words that Jesus said on this earth. And be sure of this. I am with you always. Even to the end of the age. And that word even means anything that you can imagine that could ever come against us, that could ever be before us, he will be with us always. He is with you wherever you are this morning. He is with us in this season of isolation. He's with us in the unknown. He's with us in our families. He's with us in our celebrations. He's with us in our tragedies. He will be with us always. That's the power of Resurrection Sunday. You know what? Jesus carried the weight of our sin, the weight of our rebellion. But you know what? That weight could not hold him down. He rose again and he is with us always. Let's continue to be encouraged by that. Let's continue to understand that we're not alone, that his presence resides within us. His authority is actually on us and he's given us the power to walk through anything that is in front of us.